another episode of the Adeptus Ridiculous Podcast. My name is DK. My co-host is Bricky. He's got all the Warhammer Ridiculous stuff. We'll get into that in just a second. But before we do, if you enjoyed today's podcast, head on over to patreon.com slash Ridiculous, where you can get access to our Discord, some Fine HD posters, bloopers if they happen, lots of really cool stuff. When we hit $15,000 on the Patreon, we will be doing a Damon Kilbasa episode, which I hear is a... This is, a, this is a pretty spicy sausage. Anyway, uh, patreon.com slash ridiculous. Uh, Bricky, where can our fine listeners find some fine merch? Ooh, that's pretty fine, DK. Mm, they can find some fine, fine merch over at orchid8.com. Check it out in the description as well for shirts, hoodies, etc., etc. Also, make sure you're reading Kai Kai Caiaphas Kane for the Emperor Book One for the book club coming up in the beginning of December. Ooh, let's go. Let's go. Let's All right, go. DK, you know the drill. You ready for a quote? I oh I yeah I guess I guess so it's kind of hit or miss. Um, last week was an absolute shit show. Week before that I got it. Before that was a shit show. So I'm hoping to nail this one out of the park. If we're following a pattern, this is the nailing one. Okay. All right. <clears throat> Awkward way to say it, but okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna nail you, DK. This is the nailing one. Like, jeez. All right. The dark forces that assail humanity will never cease their attack, and so neither shall I. The traitors, the heretics, the aliens, they began this fight, but we shall be the ones to finish it. The Emperor expects no less. Our enemies wield terror and cruelty as their weapons, thinking they can cow us into submission. I wield a crushing gauntlet and a damned enormous laser as mine, and I shall never submit. Were I a betting man, my lord, I know where I put my coin. Sir Hector the Chainbreaker to Governor Dosselin. Huh. That 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 definitely sounds like a like this sounds like a Hume. Um <laughs> a Hume. <laughs> this sounds like a it sounds like a blooming Hume. It's scary rush. Um I I just I don't know what Hume we're talking about, or if we're talking about a faction, or um it's definitely Imperium. Uh you got that right. That was a pretty obvious <laughs> one. Yeah, pretty obvious that it's Imperium because they want to kill everything else. Um, and I heard something about a big gauntlet. Um, it, it almost makes me think Imperial, is it Imperial Fist? No. Is Imperial Fist Rogaldorn? Yes, that's Rogaldorn. Oh, that would have been perfect too, because then we could have talked about our illiterate baby boy. Baby boy. I'll read you another quote. This one a little bit this one might be a little easier. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> Awaken, O plasma generator, and pump thine blood of fire. Awaken, O cannons, O rockets, O blades and fists, and prepare to smite the foe. Awaken, O ion shield, and muster thine bastion of light. Awaken, O throne mechanicum. The time for war has come. The no, sacristan's I... chant of awakening. Oh boy, I'm sure there's a telltale thing in here that everybody's just like, "How do you not know this? How do you not know this?" Um, yeah, yeah. It. I'm. I'm Plasma... almost getting. 
plasma generator. Plasma generator. Ion shield. Ion shield. I'm trying to think of who. Like who has. Oh, oh cannons, oh rockets, oh blades and fists. You're just repeating the quote. That's not helping me. I'm helping remind you of the thing I just said. Yeah, I, I know. I don't know. Like, I'm... I'm now oh, I'm my like God. Some... All right. It's the Imperial Knights. The Imperial big robots. Knights? Well, the giant yeah, robots. They that, have plasma that... generators and cannons and rockets. Oh, blades. Oh, fists. They have an ion shield. <laughs> I didn't know they had ion shields. I didn't even know ion shields were a thing. I thought that was going to be like you an actual... You read about it in Brutal Cunning. Mm, uh... No, there was Ion Shield. No, fucking there were not. Oh, she has to avoid shield. Still, for some reason, that second one made me think of like for some reason, like I was thinking of like a forge, and a part of me was like, oh, maybe it's like the salamanders because like they're trying to awaken oh. their weapons as they're building them. And Ima you know. imagine thinking forge is closer to salamanders than Mechanicum with their forge worlds. Well, we've already done Mechanicum though. Like we've already done uh, the. Um, We've already done an episode on the Robot Boys, so it couldn't have been them. Well, now we're doing the episode on the Big Robot Boys. We're doing Imperial <sighs> Knights. Big Robots. Big Bots. Well, that's cool. Imperial Knights are very cool. So I'm, they are, I'm happy They're super that. dope. Yeah. Oh, my cool. goodness. I, I mean, there are some knights that are definitely Mechanicum adjacent. There's the Quester Mechanicus, no doubt. But anyway, okay, Imperial Knights, we're doing Knights, big robots. Well, yeah, all of, all of the Knights in the Brutal Cunning were all Adeptus Mechanicus, weren't they? I mean, they were part of the Mechanicus Forge world, yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. They are still Knights, so to speak. Oh, okay. So, the Imperial Knights, these are also known as the Quester Imperialis. Uh, they are gigantic war machines that serve the Imperium. However, there are chaos and knights as well. There are knights that have turned traitor. So if I'm not mistaken, on the tabletop, it's like the exact same models for both sides, except they're just mm -hmm. called something different, and they have different upgrades and benefits. How exactly um, does a knight turn traitor? Is it more that the pilots of the knight turn traitor, or is it like the princeps turn traitor, and then the whole thing just goes chaosy? Or how does, oh, how, does that, so, how does that work? So knights are piloted by a single human. Oh, okay. Uh, so I there is there is one. Every knight is around nine to twelve meters tall. Like. I don't know, like yeah, four to five they're stories. They're they're enormous. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. They're, so they're about like 40 feet, give or plus or minus a couple feet. Um, okay. <clears throat> so they're these, and they're, they're piloted by one particular guy in this very like aristocratic, like feudal culture. When we talk Imperial Knights, I want uh -huh. you to think like knights. Like go back. <laughs> like knights. I, I, each, each knight comes from a household. A house, a knightly oh. house, right? Like medieval uh, like the, knights, yeah. Yeah, like literally medieval knights. This is probably the most medieval knights that you can get in 40k, with the exception of like the Dark Angels. Okay. That's, um. That's so, cool. so each knight, like there are these obviously these enormous walkers, uh, ion shields. You you may have remembered just shields and, and real kind of there's there's ion shields and there's void shields. I think void mm. shields are a slightly more powerful version of ion shields um, yeah. but ion shields are also like a directional thing often on the knights 
Um, okay. And then they are bristling, of course, with two gigantic weapons in both arms, and then generally some carapace-mounted weapons to go along with it. Okay. So the knights in brutal cunning. I remember like the 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 one that we actually like get to go inside had like a whole team, and it had a bunch of princeps. Is that is that different? Because these ones that you is said not are drawn by... a knight. Oh, what was that, that is a that is a titan. Um, You're right. That was a titan. God, do you remember was, it, right, right right before we fought the titan? They had a whole bunch of uh, mini gargants, quote unquote, with big <laughs> choppas. Yes. Look up at that picture. That's the big choppa in the in the left okay. or his left hand. So the oh, con okay. so they they had a, a nice group of knights they fought originally, which I think got blasted up by like shock jump dragsters and stuff. Right. Um, and then the was... Titans arrived after that to oh, fight okay. the Mecha Gargant. I was mixing up Titans and Knights. I thought they were kind of like one and the same, but they are very different. Okay, gotcha. Knights are piloted by one person, uh, kind right. of bounded with the Knight. Think of it a little like Pacific Rimmy, where you kind of bind your mind to the Knight. Gotcha. A little bit. Um, but you can leave and do that kind of stuff. Like the Warlord Titan we saw was mm -hmm. had a princeps like in floating, like anabolical fucking like a tank. Yeah, 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 right? yeah. And it That's was like why his I was mind so confused was about the it. chaos thing. I was like, wait a minute. There's so many people piloting this thing. It's, it's, it's a fucking Titan. Okay, got it. Well, even so, the Warlord Titans are like... How, how tall are, is a Warlord Titan? Warlord Titan. Because I'm pretty like sure the Warlord Titans are, are just gigantic. Yes, they're um, huge, right? They, they are enormous. I'm not entirely sure how big they are compared... Oh, they are 33 meters tall. so about triple the height. That's a about, big boy. <laughs> they are, that is a very large That's a lad. big boy. Yeah, holy shit. Uh, but I the knights, or where the warlord titans will generally go on out, and then they'll have like maybe a couple war hounds along with them, uh, like mm -hmm. one or two. The tights or the the knights kind of go out in a more. They kind of hunt like a pack. Generally, they have a, a couple of little mini knights, and then they got the big knights, and they hunt in like squads of three to five, maybe give or take, maybe some more, maybe some less. Okay. And that's kind of how you'd run them in the tabletop as well. You generally would take maybe two to three of the big knights, and then you'd roll around with maybe uh, four to five of like the small knights, and they kind of hunt okay. as a pack. Um, are, so, are knights fairly big uh, minis? Yes, they're very large. Okay. Also, you, don't you literally have a knight? Yeah, you do have some knights. You have the you have the mini knights, the armagers or whatever they're called. Oh, armagers are considered knights. They're the mini knights. Oh, okay. I didn't realize they were considered knights. I I thought they were kind of. I knew they were like walkers, but I didn't think they were like classified as like a a, a knight. Man literally owns knights. Doesn't yeah, man literally knights. owns knights. Doesn't know. Yeah, okay. Oh, I, I, yeah. So those are the mini knights. Those are the okay. uh, the armagers, or I think are they called war dogs for uh, chaos? Um, I don't know. I just bought armagers. I don't know what they're called for chaos. I mean, I I, I think it up by painting it thousand suns, well, yeah. but yeah. I think the chaos knight variant is called a war dog, and then the imperial variant is called an armager. Um, regardless, though, uh, going going back. Knights originally, like how they where they came from. So, way back in the day, 
uh, let's say during the the age of technology, the great expansion, not the great crusade, the one before that, uh, mm -hmm. where everyone had STCs and they had big colony ships to send them across the stars, right? Right. Um, now, some of these were known as the Long March Fleets. And these were ones that were going out to really, really distant worlds, like a two-decade-long travel oh, all a, the way out. That's a trip. It is, it is quite a trip. And when those colony ships would land on these worlds super far away, the ship would immediately be cannibalized. Like, they would immediately break it down and use it for parts because... Oh, yeah. They're not coming back. That's kind of the... It's a one-way trip, point. and they kind yeah, of yeah, know yeah, it. Yeah. Um, now, STCs... Or, now, during these periods of time, often they would end up having problems. They would fight local fauna, local flora, maybe, if there's catch-in. Um, mm -hmm. Other alien species, like lesser aliens, would kind of see them as prey or encroaching upon their territory sometimes. Okay. Um, lots of different things that would kind of occur in that... Yeah realm uh, yeah. but because of that these stcs had made or had large amounts of suit constructs to help deal with these problems because stcs had everything at the time yeah um so <laughs> <you> say soups <laughs> suits like a suit oh suits i thought you said soups i was like wait like so uh, i'm at soup i was like tomato soup like what okay yeah suits. i mean, I mean i'm sure there was a i'm sure there was a thing they could use to make soup but I can, what are you doing at the soup store? Anyway, sorry. I'm buying Imperial Knights. <laughs> anyway, the suits. They have suits they at have the suit store. So these uh, suits were, in the beginning, not necessarily meant for warfare. They had some protective stuff, but they actually often, like that giant Reaper chainsword thing, that giant chainsword on his arm, that was used for, like, logging Oh, you know. Oh, so that's that. That's like a slash and burn tool. You slash a forest, so you can put down a foundation and build stuff. It, it was it was for logging. Like they had giant <laughs> guns, which granted were military stuff, but they were often used for like mining, blowing holes in rocks, and excavating and stuff. You know. Wow. Uh, Shy said the Terminator armor was originally just a spacesuit for mining shit. I think so. That's why it's so bulky. I mean, so not to get too off topic here, but like, what was the military like at this point? Like stuff that was actually designed to kill because this stuff is like beefy and super omega powerful military stuff in present time. But back then it was just like, oh, yeah, this is manual labor bullshit. Like, what was their so, military like? There's two things to, to remember. Number one is that. The age of technology also brought... This is back during, like, AI time. Uh-huh. And therefore, you had robots to do things for you. Yeah, yeah. Um, which Like the also, Men of Iron? The, the Men of Iron, exactly. Uh, which also included war. Oh, so they just had, like, robot AIs doing all the war stuff? Often. But they also... If you remember, like... We don't really know the sheer volume of power... The humanity had the tight because that's kind of the point of the Imperium is its regression. Right. Um, it, it's it's the age of strife and all the problems that occurred with it has regressed the entire uh, establishment down. Yeah. Because remember, yeah, yeah. we mentioned the Bane Blade was a light scout tank. <laughs> that's true. Yes. We Which did makes no that. fucking sense at all. <laughs> None <but> at all. <laughs> it, it's the concept is like, 
we don't quite fully know the okay. sheer level of strength, except for the occasional glimpses we get into it, like when um, an STC had to defend itself against like Eldar, and it created it, it shot a miniature black hole that folded in the Eldar ship on itself twice to compound it and then implode the entire thing, and then it all just died. Yeah, like that's that's when. when when the old stuff could fire black holes and do like Necron level bullshit, um, yeah. yeah, it's quite strong. <laughs> That's crazy. They had a black hole gun, and that was I mean, just like the self defense mechanism. That wasn't even, <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> not even the highest tier shit. Imagine sending back something in time to crash into themselves with their own ship from the prior timeline. Oh boy, that's uh, yeah, that's a uh, yeah, yeah. That's do, that's, do you remember that's... when hmm. that that STC like roasted the Mechanicus guy really badly? Oh um, yeah, because he thought they were so stupid for worshiping a mas- machine spirit that didn't exist. Right, like he all there were a bunch of Space Marines there, and he just turned all their armor off. He just locked them in place, just with like a millisecond of his mind. It's oh. Like hey, a bunch of Space Marines tap, and they all just froze and couldn't move. Oh, uh, like the, the 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 level is insane. But so to get back on on topic here, real yeah, quick, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, knights, of course, were started for like mining, logging, the big you know exosuits. Like think of it like the alien suit, you know, it was, it, the the loader. It's used for picking up heavy shit, you know. It's yeah, yeah. got its own thing. Um, yeah. Now, eventually, though, these giant suits were soon used for defense because they they needed it. Like if you're mm-hmm. getting attacked by local fauna or, or aliens. Perhaps the giant chainsaw and gun on your side and arms would <laughs> be useful. You know, yeah. like the Gene Stealer cults make do with rock saws and mining lasers, so mm-hmm. it makes sense. Oh, yeah, sure. Oh. I mean, it's, it's no black hole gun, but it'll get the job done. It'll, it'll absolutely get working. Yeah. Um, so what would occur, uh, occur with this is that often these giant suits were kind of towering over these operations of the colony. And so you have these giant, like, noble machines in the corners of your village or whatever, your colony. And so they were eventually dubbed as knights because they were the giant protectors of the people. You know, they were knights. Makes sense. Um, And so eventually this kind of grew into a a tradition. Knight, uh, people who piloted knights became this kind of um uh what's the term they became kind of like a figure and they're and they grew into a society like mm. the the original just kind of silver machines eventually became ornate they added crests uh they added they added like gold trim they they added uh, ornaments more ornate stuff to like indicative of, of prestige which oh. of course pulled them back into more of an aristocracy so they so they went ahead and pimped their ride they literally pimped their ride because they were nice. high-ranking people. Cool. And I, I heard I heard you like fish tanks, so we put a fish tank in your fish tank in your in your dashboard. Yeah, I get it. What? That's that's what they would do on Pimp My Ride. They put ridiculous stuff, and you never saw that. So I heard you like with the. Uh... Oh shit! What's the rapper's name? Oh, I I know that I I know you like meme back in the day, but I've never. You've never heard this, so I heard you. Exhibit! 
exhibit, no, right? I, I have seen that meme. I just have not seen Pimp, Your, Pimp My Ride. Oh, okay. Yeah, they'd always put, like, ridiculous stuff in their cars. This is stupid. Like, they would literally put fish tanks in. They'd put an Xbox that plays an Xbox that plays an Xbox. It's, yeah. All right, well, in that case, then they've got the the fuzzy dice on the inside of the damn knight, then, in the <laughs> okay. head. that works. There's, yeah, the, yeah, there's yeah. the fuzzy dice there. Yes. But anyway, it did go back into kind of like this aristocracy thing, where these worlds eventually were known as, like, knight worlds. So the whole world became entirely dedicated to this knightly household. And so you had, like, a lord or sometimes a patriarch leading over it, and then you had barons, and it became this this big this big aristocracy based entirely around these giant knight pilots. Cool. So knights are, if I'm being totally honest, pompous assholes. <laughs> I, I guess they would ha- kind of have to be because they're like the upper echelon of society. They're like the upper echelon. Uh, aristocracy so and whenever you get to that point it's like oh boy we got a hoity-toity uh holier than thou egotistical arrogant piece of shit uh piloting them because you know that's that's fame goes to your head i guess it 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 does and particularly when it came to the knights like some of their rituals were so dumb like it was (laughs) it was all day every day they had to be like they had to be nobles they had to be they had to be aristocrats there's one particular house that every morning wakes up with them reading the deeds and the names of the people come past. But the, the deeds and names, it's like a it's like a nine hour long ceremony. Oh, so, so every, every day, morning? every morning, because these are douchebag aristocrats. Oh, boy, with a lot of free time on their hands, too. Apparently, who can do nine hours every day? Good Lord. Maybe like yeah. a once a year ceremony or something, but every day, Jesus. Though at the same time, they because they are knights, they follow this very like strict code of of like uh, what's the term? Very like fealty, honor, and duty. Those are the main things. It's fealty, honor, and duty. And what happened actually is that if you remember the good old age strife, where mm-hmm. we all the machines <laughs> turned against us, and then warp storms destroyed our method of travel yeah um so because of this knight households being these aristocratic people they actually were really big into the old ways so when psychers started sprouting up in the humanity they kind of got kept them away and they also didn't like high level tech so they kept away a lot of the ai as well because they believed in the old school you know right right um, and when I say when I say kept away for in terms of psychers, I, I mean they they kind of killed them all. Well, um, I mean back in those times. Well, I mean psychers are always kind of psychers are always trouble. You know, psychers they're are they're trouble. trouble. So I th- there's always been sort of a prejudice against psychers, justifiably so, I suppose, with how kooky, crazy shit gets when they're around. Um, Shy said they basically witch hunted them. So I'm assuming there were there were some people that weren't psychers, but some assholes, some assholes like jealous or whatever was like, no, he's a psyker, all right, he's just oiding it. I don't know why I went into the orc voice, but whatever. And then innocent people got uh, killed because they weren't psychers. Well, considering how the the knights operate, politics is a big thing they really like. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's a lot of political feuding across between all of them. So I'm going to make a solid assumption and say, yes, I'm sure some innocent people died. Okay. Well, it's to be fair, it's 40K. It's the Imperium. <laughs> of course, innocent people died. <laughs> innocent people dying is all the rage around here. It's the new, it's the new pastime. <laughs> innocent people dying is the new black. Instead of orange is the new bl- Anyway, whatever. It's a- I, I know that it's one. A- I'm not that stupid. Oh, okay. Well, it's it's an old saying. Like this is an old saying. I guess it got brought back with the with the show. But anyway, go ahead. God damn it! All right. So, regardless, they also shunned like really high level technology. So it meant their AI presence was low. Uh, so when all that kind of stuff happened, they were one. They were one cut off because with a lack of psychers means no communication. Uh, and two, they were kind of just on their own, but they didn't get killed from the inside like a lot of other areas did, but they were left alone to their own devices, which meant they probably had to deal with demons, which meant oh, they yeah. probably had to deal with aliens. Yeah. They had to deal with a lot of problems. And so this need for the knights arose even higher. And so these worlds would kind of entirely adopt this knightly regime. The yeah, whole true. world came under this feudal aristocratic culture ruled by these warrior aristocrats, mm-hmm. which I said that they're all pompous douchebags. A lot of them are, but because of that like duty and honor to protecting the people, a lot yeah. of them can be like good to the people. Like they're not like Marines sometimes where they see themselves as mm-hmm. better. Uh, like this is their duty to the people. So while they are pompous pricks, they might like, go down on one knee it's like and what is your name little man maybe when you drink enough milk you can become big and pile the night like me haha onto my steed haha oh they wow leave. what a, that, that sounds like a real pompous asshole so i guess you right. could say there's some white knights huh uh uh uh, uh, uh be uh, be uh, gone from uh, that slanesh demoness she is a, a, a woman <laughs> we think it's we think so knights, obviously, they went through this this huge like they got their little round table with their lord. You serve the lord, and mm-hmm. and but because like all these people are watched so so incredibly harshly because this is a, a game of politics. It's a game of thrones. It's a game of thrones, if you will. <laughs> and they're so like meticulously. Judge because like you want to have you want to be bo- born born with a son as an as an heir to your lineage in your house yep, and yep. all that stuff. But the I believe is the first maybe the first and second sons of these noble barons are the ones who actually end up getting to pilot the knights. Oh, and so this is actually a huge huge deal for them because they are meticulously meticulously told do this sit up properly eat eat properly you know uh stand straight do this this and that but the moment they get their night they can do whatever the fuck they want (laughs) all trading goes out the window no more sitting up straight you just fuck all that i'm a night pilot what are you gonna do about it it's the idea that you've proven your your uh worthiness in terms of duty and honor Mm -hmm that now you may do as you see fit, which is why knights are often just, they fucking love battle because they've wanted to pilot a knight for their entire lives. Piloting a knight is the thing. It's the end goal. 
And so when they get to pilot their night, they have this like this sense of freedom because not only are they free from the restraints of their culture, mm-hmm. but they are now free to run into the battlefield and blaze away at people like the freedom of battle. Okay. I mean, it, it, it sounds like a very sort of typical, um, I don't know if I want to say hierarchy, but it's kind of a, a you know, where the, the prince is getting raised and he, he thinks his life is miserable because, oh my God, there's so many rules, there's so many regulations, so many things I have to follow. But once you become the king, once you become a knight, you're the one doing the deciding. Now you get to, you know. It, it's an incredibly, incredibly generic, classic knight style of stuff. The yeah. only major difference is you need to add those, uh, add that the 40k gothic section of it a little heavier, and then you need to mix in the fact that instead of knights, it's gigantic robots, which is dope. <laughs> that is very dope. Knights are very dope. Um, I was do when when they're like training them. Is it like? I mean, it's 40k. So I would assume the training is a little more brutal than just, oh, yes, make sure that when you're eating supper, you go for, you know, you, you use the utensils from outside in. <laughs> it's got to be, like, more hardcore than that, right? Cause it's Great 40K. question. Let me tell you about the ritual of becoming. Whoop, whoop. Let's go. Ooh. <laughs> so uh, before they actually get to go into the night, they have to do something called the ritual of becoming. And it is a bonding process that has the, no, the young noble impra, implant bleh, implant their minds into the Imperial Knight suits. So oh. it takes place in a room known as the Chamber of Echoes, which is the, the heart of every knightly castle or stronghold. Okay. Uh, it is a singular gigantic building where this is where the knight armor is stored when not in use. And there is a throne there called the Thrones Mechanicum or the Throne Boot Mechanicum. Okay. What they do is they end up leading into this area where it's just lit very lightly by torchlight. And it is tons and tons of these chairs. And the Sacratans, uh, which I believe are like a, like a, a servitor, not a servitor, but like a... Um, what would a Sacratin be like? Like a, like a person that like helps you, like a menial or whatever, I guess, or or, okay. or maybe like a, I, like I'm an assu- aide. Yeah, I believe it's like an like an aide, but it's a it's a politically powered aide or something. I, I don't remember. Oh, um, they they help you out though. Sure. Um, and these hooded Sacratins bring you to the throne of your household, and when you sit in the throne, the the ancient device like whispers to life, and then they blow out all the torches and leave them in entirely pitch darkness oh, okay. and during this thing on their has on their head they have to attempt to bond successfully with the knight and unfortunately this opens them up to all of the old visions and bonding of prior knight pilots oh so okay. because of that they have the digital echoes of the prior pilots and their psyches in this throne so what happens during this one night is they induce or have uh, induced hallucinations, waking nightmares, fugue states, uh, impul- oh. like nerve impulses where they start to moan, twitch, and convulse. They'll have like high-pitched and terrified laughter, and then immediately like sob, like in in like completely into sobs and sobbing of like tears of misery. Yeah. There's like 
groan or uh, grunts, uh, and then occasional like just chilling screams. It's like someone's having a horrifying seizure, where they're like being Clockwork Orange fed a bunch of memories. Uh, oh boy, that sounds uh, that sounds like a good way uh, to make your noble uh, night pilot go batshit insane. Well, one so only one out of ten die. Uh, which is oh, not oh, super is high. All? Yeah, for, uh, for 40k Imperium, those are good odds, actually. Those are pretty good odds. <laughs> those are good odds, yeah. Only one out of ten of them, like, have their, their brains just kind of fizzle out. Like, like they just can't take it anymore, and they just kind of crack. Mm -hmm. And they're not able to pull it off. But once they're good and they're done, and the next morning arrives, uh, they are freed from their throne. And they are now, like, mentally, uh, what's it called, binded to their knight. They are mentally bound to this knight from here on out. So when they fight with said knight, it is a big deal because they are they're you know, they're mentally there. Mentally, yeah. yeah, they they experienced all that trauma. They're bound, and I, I'm assuming the the knight will now move as they move. It's uh, kind of. I don't think I don't know if they have a particular, uh, um, whatever it's called, like a particular like, like a Pacific Rim style thing. I think they're sitting, but. Oh. I was um, gonna say they they can't possibly sit in the night. It's like, oh, here's your Xbox 360 control. It's like, really? Like all that imprinting, just the joystick, really? Hmm. Like it's gotta be some sort of imprinting thing where like it moves as they do. Because like, why would you why would you bother doing all that binding if you could just grab a couple of you know joysticks and just you know? <laughs> sure. Um, though there are two interesting side effects that Shy has pointed out to me uh, okay. involving the actual throat itself uh it tends to exaggerate the dominant feelings and also like the emotions during said vigil so if the person is very scared it'll have kind of a nervous tendency making the suit difficult to control when they fight uh if the noble oh. is angry with somebody they will always loathe that person even if that person has been long and forgotten so i think this oh. also increases like rivalries at times between houses Oh, I imagine um, it would, yeah. But so some of these feelings, some of these uh, traits, when they die, will be put into said throne as those whispers to then fuck with the next aspirant. Oh. That's like why they have this the issue. Machine. Oh, okay. That's, that's, cre that's kind of creepy, actually. That's, that's It's, it's kind of neat. Yeah, kind of neat, kind of creepy. Creepy and neat. Yeah, yeah creepy. As neat. is most of 40K. Um, but so during <laughs> this Age true. of Strife, going back to the whole Age of Strife and stuff, um, mm -hmm. these areas became heavily into night worlds, and then eventually the Great Crusade came out. Uh, of the thousands of night worlds, only a couple hundred survived, because that's how all things are in the Age of Strife. Sure. Um, but the Great Crusade off, yeah. arrived to bring the night worlds back into the Imperium. Um, I think most of them were said okay, because that means they get to help people and, and kind of protect them on a larger scale. Sure. Um, I'm sure maybe some said no, but they probably didn't say no for long because this is the Imperium's Great Crusade I, I, we're talking about. I was going to say, like, who's going to say no to the Imperium? Like, even if you're a night world, like, surely, like, oh, yeah, you know, no, we don't need you. We're, we, we're, we're, we're good to hang out on our own. No, nah, we don't need the support of the Imperium. No, no, no. No, no definitely not. Though I um, bet the Imperium was real happy to find the night worlds. I bet that was, like, a priority for them to try and find because that's, oh, that's a big deal. The Mechanicus especially. Uh, oh, yeah, the Mechanicus yeah. were super hype about this. And actually, there's a quite a large amount of 
knight mechanicus worlds that have basically had the mechanicum enter the knightly regime and by doing so the mechanicus help really help with their you know mechanic expertise to help out the oh, knight sure. worlds and in exchange the knight houses will help serve and protect the mechanicum right um so they they pull off a little bit less of the pompous knight douchebag part when they go into mechanicum imagine the pompous knight part but mixed with mechanicus oh okay which is an I, interesting dilemma and in concept indeed I, I i i would almost assume the mechanicum would sort of take like a maybe not a servant role but they'd be a little more subservient just because like they don't they they just want to tinker around with the fucking knights right like they're like oh yeah sure you can be in you can do your little you know medieval games over here we're gonna tinker with the knights and you know I think it's one of those things where both cultures kind of fed into them each other. Yeah, yeah. So the the Mechanicus noble stuff has kind of fed into the, the Mechanicum, but the Mechanicum's technology and efforts kind of go over there. And right. let's, let's be let's be truthfully honest. I think with the strange large amount of of um, what's it called, like ceremony and stuff for the knights, I'm sure the Mechanicus are perfectly okay with that. Oh, that's true. I guess the Mech yeah. There's a little ceremony that goes with the Mechanicum, too, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, maybe just a little bit. Often the guard, the Imperial Guard, when they get knight, Because knights often will defend Forge Worlds. They have their knight, uh, knightly worlds there uh, yeah. um, for the Mechanicus. But often the, <laughs> often the um, guard get a little annoyed when they get knights. Um, <laughs> oh, mainly because they have to deal with their stupid fucking ceremonies. So you get all these like guard guys, right? These rugged, like in their shit and piss kind of dudes. And then this yep. this knight is like this guy is walking up and he has a parade <laughs> and he's like, Yes, yes, I have come to to assist your world in, in things. We must do the ritual of 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 yep. awakening the knights. Say the blessings, burn the candles, yes, yes, flowers uh -oh. are yep. are being thrown at them and shit and and they're and all the these guard guys are like, oh my god, fucking yep. asshole! But then the knight actually gets into combat. <laughs> oh, and then it's gods, and then it's like, oh yeah, we oh, yeah. praise, oh, yeah, praise. Like, oh, we're stoked, we're stoked because they're like shooting their las guns in their trenches, and this giant warrior like runs past them and and fucking mm -hmm. slices a, a giant tyranid in half and then guns down like a whole formation of bugs and just starts stepping on guns. They're like, oh, thank Christ, this knight's the here. The ceremonies were worth it. The bullshit was worth it. Praise, praise. It's yep. kind of like whenever Mechanicus arrive with the guard and they always just kind of see the Mechanicus as annoying. Because oh, they're yeah. like, we must do 17 rites of rituals of reawakening. And they're oh my God, just shoot the guy. <laughs> so yeah. it's a humorous little little shtick there, but they have their they have their big ceremonies before before battle, their traditions, you know. Yep, it's like a priest trying to go into the slums and do a sermon. Yeah, probably, except probably not except super the, welcome. Except the priest has like thirty Glocks. Yeah, except the priest is like uh, the Terminator. Yeah, yeah. So. Overall, that's kind of the whole knightly uh, concept, but let's let's talk about some of the notable knights out there. So the main knight, oh, well, I guess there's a couple, a couple houses we could talk about too. So if we talk okay. about the Quester Imperialis, there are about four super notable houses out there. There is House Cadmus, House Griffith, 
House Hawkshroud and House Terran. As I said, these are very, very yeah. nice. <laughs> very medieval. Gee, I wonder I wonder where GW got uh, these concepts from. So, um like for instance, House Griffith, these are like a proud warrior cast. They're all about Courage and skill of arms. Uh -huh. Like, duels of honor are super commonplace. Like, tons of jousting is a big part of it. It's like, that, that's kind of the, the Griffin thing. Hawk Shroud is all about honor, uh, esteem and reputation, loyalty and respect, things of that nature. Um, they, they got stuff like that. Uh, and then you go up to the Quester Mechanicus ones. You have, like, House Tyrannus, House Raven, House Crast. Ooh. Um, okay. And the, these are, they're all, this, they, they, they with their own thing. This is probably something we could talk about in its own episode, each kind of household. But yeah. the, the knights themselves. does seem like a thing that could be a completely separate episode, yeah. I mean, when you see the, when you actually see the logos, though, like, like yeah, that's House, house oh, Griffith. Oh, shit. Now that's a coat of arms. Like, th these dope. are, these are knights, you know, like, this is. They're not hiding anything here. Hawk Shrouds is so cool. I, I love the Hawk Shroud one. Oh, I, I really the, the, do the like the Mechanicus the mix one, mm -hmm. you know? I was going to say that Raven helmet looks real dope, too. Uh, it's pretty slick. I imagine they paint that shit all over their knights in, like, big, bold representation on their knight to show oh, everyone, I like, ah. Oh, absolutely not even a question. Like, for instance, here's a knight from House Hawkshroud. Like, it is... Oh, you might need to click on the link. But um, it is, like, it's everywhere. You know? <laughs> yeah, it is everywhere. They're... And rightfully so. You gotta, you gotta logo that dope. I mean, you plastic that thing around like a Supreme sticker. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, so, in terms of actual knights themselves... Uh, the main number one knight, like the most in-between knight, generally is the knight paladin. Uh, the paladin is armed with, I believe it's the one that Shai just posted. They are armed with a rapid-fire battle cannon. So imagine the main turret of a Lehman Rust just shoots like at twice the speed. And a wow. reaper chainsword. Um, so this is the kind of like the perfect in-between for the knight paladin. The, the fantastic uh, Swiss army knife. They've got a great melee prowess. They can step on squishy hordes. They can stab vehicles with that giant chainsaw. They can shoot with their cannon. Yeah. Um, you know, they take long strides. They have a nice, like, mid-range, also close-range combat. Jack the Knight Paladin, jack of all trades, right. Yeah. The Knight, the other one is the Knight Errant. Uh, the Knight Errant is more of a specialized purpose. Um, okay. They are able to do a charge and destroy tanks and all that kind of stuff, uh, but they tend to be a little bit more specialized, I think, in anti-tank. Um, mm. They have a main armament known as the Thermal Cannon, which is, imagine mm. a melta gun that is the size of a goddamn knight. Oh. Um, or a <laughs> size of a, of a knight weapon, that is. Ah, that's a, that's a, that's a big gun. It that's is a, a gigantic a Thermal melta. Cannon. It, it sucks the it sucks the superheated air and like sets the <laughs> air on fire and then just like oh. reduces terminators to to like molten metal. Whew. That's that sure, that's one way to deal with uh well, with an anything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Those those <laughs> errands are just like if it's are you a tank or a big bug, die. Um, now the knight gallant is the 
the titular I want to go in and I want to go hard. Where <laughs> the these melee guys, character. The melee character. The, uh, they are aggressive and they are short-tempered. They are commonly oh. the kind of guys that would get into brawls in the nightly like uh, houses. They'd start like they—they the ones that they got their night, and the first thing they did is is eat food with their mouths open and shit, or, or <laughs> rip, rip or rip ass in in the hall. Like yo, what's up, your boys back? <laughs> and then just fucking eats food. These are these are like the the bro tier guys, but it's because they are not armed with any guns. They are armed with a gigantic Reaper chain sword and a Thunder Strike gauntlet, which is uh, a, a an electrified fist. Ah, uh, I was about to ask. I was like, what, "Man, that that seems so weird to not have a weapon in that second hand, but uh, an electro fist sounds like a great idea." Also, in those pictures you posted, it looks like they have uh, are those missile launchers on top. They or... they can carry gigantic rocket launchers if you want them to, yeah, or like a little oh, okay. stubber. Like they have some. A little bit of it, but they're melee specialized. Okay, gotcha. Because I was going to say, if they're so keen on melee, why do they have a missile launcher? Lore. Um, the, the Night Gallant in its own is obviously just go in, go hard. Uh, mm, they, right. They're just... This is what they are. The Thunderstrike Gauntlet is a dope weapon. A, the electrified force of it lets them like, punch through tanks. Then there's a story where a knight punched through a traitor tank, grabbed the leader, pulled him oh. out, oh. and then and then held him in front of, of the knight. And the knights have these gigantic war horns. Uh-huh. So when they stride into battle, you know the sound effect that the Reaper makes in Mass Effect? A oh, yeah, the giant like yeah. they have these giant horns like that. And it's like it's it's a war horn. They like start striding into combat, they just blare it. And so I think he held him in front of him, blared the war horn to like oh, deafen him. Oh, that's fucked up. And they kind of held him there as like a trophy. And then he just slowly like crushed him in the gauntlet into like a paste. Damn. I thought you were going to say he impaled him on like the war horn or something and he just used him as a decoration or like the, the sound. That's more, that's a little chaos. <laughs> that that's true. That is looking. <laughs> I guess, yeah, what? you're right. That is a. On the chaos Where to... are you stationed? Is it the gunnery deck? <laughs> That's all I'm thinking of. Yep, 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 yep. Um, uh, how fast yeah, are these like... things, actually? I was going to ask, how how quick are these things? Because, like, they're obviously big and bulky. And I was wondering, like, how hard is it for, like, uh, a Titan uh, to catch up to a tank or, like, to, like, you know, if they're going to go melee, they got to get in. Like, is it kind of hard for them? Like, are they kind of bulky and slow, or are they actually kind of fast? Well, these are knights, not titans. The titans are the big boys. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. How fast um, is a knight, I guess, yeah. Well, if you if anything on the tabletop is to be understood, they are as fast as, like, tanks. Um, oh. I, so I they're think actually they pretty are, mobile. I think they are roughly, like, the same speed. They, they will move at, like, very high speeds. Oh, damn. So they're not only big and bulky and have, like, crazier, but they're fast. Like, you you, you kind of can't run away from them. No, they're very quick. Actually, Shy put a, a great a great cinematic from Dawn of War 3, oh. which is a game that sucks ass. But uh, <laughs> um, the, the cinematic itself kind of shows the night speed. Oh, shit. Yeah, they're, like, full sprinting. They're hoofing oh, it. Oh shit! Yeah, they are hoofing it, and I'm not talking like tow feet either. They are, they are hoofing it. Oh god, that Eldar got fucking. So oh, 
Jesus. The, Jesus, the, the mark it on your bingo card. The knights are big and they are scary. Yeah, um, they they move. Good lord. They do. They they are quite fast. Uh, I often I think like I think in in 40k game, um, I think like a Lehman Russ at top speed moves at 12 inches. I think a knight moves the same. I think some of the small ones, or maybe the big ones, move ten, and the small ones move like fourteen. Damn. Um, but they they I mean, are very very fast. Yeah, I guess they would have a, a big stride. Uh, so yeah, it's kind of that. It's also of... the fact that they don't really get affected by like terrain. They they got giant walking feet. You know, they they move very <laughs> very quickly. They just bowl over any terrain in the way because why not? I'm a fucking knight. Mm. Um, the next Damn. one we have is the knight preceptor. Uh, this is a close range knight. Uh, they have a. Ch they generally have some kind of melee weapon, the chain sword of the thunder strike gauntlet. Right. Um, but they also sometimes have a giant laser cannon known as a Laz Impulsor. So oh. <laughs> this is a a very close range knight, both in terms of weaponry and melee prowess. Um, the Laz Impulsor is pretty dope looking. Think of it like a. Yeah, super high last cannon, I think, or I'm not quite sure what the stat line is, but... Damn, that does look super dope. I'm actually going to look that one up. Imperial Knights... Let's, I'll look up the, the damn the damn weaponry on that on that bastard. That was a yeah, preceptor, the, uh, I said, right? Uh, there it, it is, it, Laz Impulsor. It looks like a uh, sci-fi gun, for sure. Like, it that's is. That's a super like, sci-fi laser gun uh, vibe to it, without a doubt, yeah. Oh uh, yeah, so this has this has the nice like uh, high like short range high damage or like middle range minimal damage kind of thing. So yeah, it's about right. there. So it's um, like a last shotgun almost because like you want to be real up close and personal to get max damage, and if you're mid range, it kind of just fizzles out on you. A little more focus. The middle range has like more shots, but the closer range has a higher damage. Gotcha. gotcha. Um, then there's the Night Crusader. This is when you want guns. Uh, that's my the, boy <laughs> these are these guns. are the gun ones the right. the night crusader their whole shtick is to find an open field and just lay waste they they don't <laughs> particularly care much about like cover they, they they want to go into a big open area and force you to come to them they tend to have like a gatling gun mm -hmm. and a a battle cannon and missiles on their head this is oh, just, that. I'm going to plant my feet and unload <laughs> everywhere. That one has a literal turret on its head. Like, could someone actually, like... I guess nobody would ride in the turret on top of a knight, would they? I don't know. I, that might just be, like, a, a turret, like, from the, the user controls. Oh, okay. um, I don't know. I, I can't see if there's a guy up there or not. But it regardless, it doesn't really matter. It's just, this is True. gun knight. This is That's... gun knight. That's my night. That's the one I would absolutely uh, ride in. Just uh, find a place, put my feet down, and just unload. They're, they're a fun that one. That sounded weird no doubt. I thought. Anyway, unload, okay. DK. Unload. I will unload all of me. The, there's also the <laughs> uh, So there's also the Knight Armagers, which are the small knights. Um, uh -huh. These are the, the, the tiny little, little boy knights. They tend to have either like thermal spears or autocannons or... Maybe a chain cleaver. It's not, they have lots of different kinds of weapons on these little knights, but these are the little knights. They just kind of, they're scouts. They move very fast. They break through people. They're good, do but they're you, tiny. Do you have to go through the same process to be able to pilot an armager? 
Uh, I don't know. My mind says yes. Um, yeah, Armager's the one I have, Shy. Yeah, yeah. The one uh, my mind says earlier. yes, but maybe it's like less painful. I don't know. Oh, okay. I was going to say, since they're so much smaller and they're just scouts, it's like, hmm. I, I imagine it's not as prestigious as piloting a knight. So I just kind of figured it wouldn't be as tumultuous on your brain to ride a knight. I guess the tumultuousness. Or, yeah. Uh, yeah, I imagine they're, so Shai has it here, they're piloted by minor nobles or elevated household guards, uh, and instead they, um, in, they instead apparently have a device that controls their knights but nearly bonds them to a higher ranking noble, which I guess is the, it's like a oh. sub, it's a subset of it, they don't use the throne mechanicum. So they have like a little, a fancy pantsy helmet instead. Huh, and it bonds them to the noble? I guess right. it has something kind of like like you link with uh, like remember how they hunt as a pack? It's maybe oh, it's yeah, the concept yeah. they have maybe two small knights that help bind with the big knight and the big knight is like oh, helping them out. Right, 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 right. So they couldn't do it on their own. Like they they would need to be close to the knight, wouldn't they? Since it's a neural bond. Like if you were out of range. This of this one, is this is too semantical for me. I have no idea. <laughs> Okay, they're, they're, they're just bond. They hunt and pack. Good, good to know. Yeah, they don't they have to do the pack. same thing. They don't have to do the same thing a night pilot does. It's not as strenuous. They just wear a funny helmet. You know what? All right, let's go with that. <laughs> so, All right. Uh, the, the next one we have is, the, is one of the two Dominus pattern knights. These are bigger than average knights. These are not quite titans, but they're very large. Uh, the first one we have is something called the Knight Castellan, and the okay. knight, or, the, or some people call it the Castellan. I don't know which is the particular correct way to pronounce it, but whatever. Uh, um, this is a big boy. It's a bit slower, whoa. but its armor is stronger. Its firepower is better, um, and it particularly has two main guns. It has something called its Plasma Decimator. Ooh, that's that's a name. <laughs> An enormous plasma gun uh-huh. on its side, as you can see with the giant coil up there. Yeah. Then it also carries something known as the volcano lance. Oh, uh, the really? volcano <laughs> the volcano lance is a enormous go fuck yourself gun. It is okay. <laughs> it, I think it's like strength 14, which I think is around oh. the same strength as the Silent King's little lasers on its sides. Jeez. Um, and it's it's mainly meant to just obliterate other Titanic units. It does so much damage. <laughs> so we, I got to imagine you wouldn't roll out a Castellan Knight for just any old engagement. Like you, you've got to think things are pretty fucking dire if you're like, yes, the Castellan Knight, roll that out, like. This isn't just your everyday. Oh, there's a there's a minor disruption or there's a minor battle. Yeah, throw out the fucking gigantic Giga Knight with its Get the the Giga Knight. Yeah, with its ultra fuck you cannons. Like you got to be fighting like a high level mega gargans, right? And it's a high level knight. You you're yeah. killing. It's meant to kill like tanks and like high elite troops. It's 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 for the big scary stuff. Yeah. Um, the other one is my personal favorite, the Knight Valiant. This is Ooh. the one that carries the gigantic triple-barreled flamer and the harpoon gun. 
I'm assuming that's the one on the far right. I'm assuming that's an armager, a knight, and then uh, that's a dominus pattern knight. That's the Castellan over there. Oh, okay, gotcha. Um, the Valiant is the one that's. Uh, oh, also, I forgot to mention that the big knights, the dominus ones, have giant cannons on their shoulders and missile racks on the top. Of course they do. Um, because of course they do. But the Valiant carries the conflagration cannon. Uh, mm. Which is the triple barrel flamethrower, as well as the thunder coil harpoon, which is a gigantic spear of adamantium filled with grapnels, uh, pneumatic grapnels with oh. thick chains to an electro generator. So it fires, oh. takes a gigantic hole into something, electrocutes it through a giant electrical charge, and then gets uh, chains pulled back into the weapon to fire again. Oh, boy that's uh that's a lot that's uh that oh boy that's that's spicy it is very spicy literally because yeah. of the the sheer amount of uh of like what's it called the um the electricity coming through it yeah what do they use for currency in fort like what does the imperium use for currency it has some kind of credits i think it's just like oh. imperial credits I, of some kind because i was also gonna ask how expensive would these motherfuckers be to make in the 40k world? Because they've got to be trillions upon trillions of dollars, right? Yeah, to but... outfit one of these? But the Mechanicus are the ones who make them. Oh. And the, Me and the Mechanicus to... make a lot of money. <laughs> it's not always about the money, Spider-Man. But... Oh, Shai said there's basically no universal currency. Each plant uses something different from digital credits to gold coins. I mean, that that's true. Though, whenever I hear about currency, I always assume it's credits. Because I think the Imperium tends to have, like, a like a standardized thing of some kind. But often, mm -hmm. like, you have your own currency on your planet, but you might be able to, like, convert it maybe to, like, Imperial currency. Right. Which, But what, even the Imperial currency is iffy. Sometimes it's just trade and barter. Like, here's a whole bunch of adamantium, and you can have this or that, like a ship. Yeah. Who knows? Because I, I was just wondering how the hell, like, because it's not free to build this shit. Uh, how the fuck would you fund something like this? I, th <laughs> how, that, that's too deep into it. The Mechanicus build it because <laughs> the Mechanicus true. can. <laughs> okay. But the Mechanicus can't get the materials for free. You gotta get the materials somehow. Yeah, they're part of the right? Imperium. They got stuff. <laughs> okay. Through whatever means that they use, they make them. That's all that matters. That's it's, all that matters. It's, it's 40K. Who cares? The economy of 40K matters not to us. We care only for the ridiculous. Well, I, yeah, these are also night worlds. These are the richest of the rich because they're knights. These these are the fancy, pantsy dudes. Sure, that's true. Also, I, I really enjoy the names of some of their stratagems in-game. If this doesn't give you a better idea of the concept that they are, they, you've got Noble Sacrifice... Which is one of my favorite ones. Um, they they go they when they die they explode in a pretty big bang, and this makes oh. the bang even bigger. Uh, you've got okay. Valiant Last Stand. Um, you've got uh, Sally Forth is a literal name of one of the. Uh, <laughs> that's that's really good. I like this Sally Forth. That's, there's that's a good. Glory and Honor, the Slayer of Shadows. Uh, one of my favorite ones is Our Darkest Hour. Um, which is uh, when they, when when one of it dies on like a four up, you can set it back up. There's like um, oh, full tilt is a really good one. <laughs> full tilt, okay. is, you can advance and charge, which is really good on the gallants. 
Um, uh, what is this? Oh, my. Oh, there's a electro pneumatic overhaul. There's like, oh, I like this one. Hurled wreckage. If you have a, a Thunderstrike gauntlet and you kill a vehicle, you can throw it at something else within range. Oh. And it does damage <laughs> to it. It's pretty great. That is fantastic, especially if their whole point is to go after the tanks anyway. They, sure, throw it. That's so... Da- How much damage would something like that do if you threw a tank at someone? Well, in-game it only does three mortal wounds, but it's a cool idea. Oh. Yeah, it is a very cool idea. I was going to say, I should do some hella damage if you're the, just tossing a tank around. The coolest stratagem in the entire game, uh, not game, uh, in the in the army for Imperial Knights is something called Death Grip. Um, oh. Because you know what they say, DK. Responsibility's cool, but there's greater things in life. Like getting your dick rode all fucking night. That's a what? Death Grip reference. <laughs> That's a Death Grip <laughs> reference. <laughs> All right. Oh, I see. Is that, I mean, hey, I, who am I to argue with facts? Facts. Uh, who, who am I to argue with uh, truth like that? <laughs> um, so the death grip is you have to have the Thunderstrike gauntlet. And after uh-huh. you're done fighting, you can grab an enemy model. And then you both oh. roll off, adding your strength to the roll. And every time they fail, you do, like, damage to them. And so you keep rolling off back and forth to see if they break free from the death grip. During this whole oh, time, you're just wow. squeezing whoever it is, and then you might just kill them. Damn. A part of me thought you were going to say it was like, a, yeah, you actually pick up the mini, and depending on your roll, it's how hard you squeeze their poor mini. What <laughs> and the then, hell? <laughs> it's like, I spent years painting that. Uh, you shouldn't have fought my death grip. I've been training my death grip too. High stakes, uh, dude. High stakes. High stakes. It's fun. It's actually a really interactive thing because you want to add the model's respective strength to the roll, which normally a knight has like eight and Mm -hmm. a mini probably has four or five, maybe three even. So you're rolling off and like they might be able to roll less uh, or higher than you if you roll poorly. But if they roll a six, they automatically escape. That's like the, the contingent. Oh, okay, gotcha. But yeah, yeah. it's just kind of a fun thing where it's like the two of you get to interact together. It's like it's time. Let's. I've grabbed yeah, your cool. your uh, your guard commander. Let's see if I crush him into a paste. <laughs> uh, Shy said she wanted to save you from actuallys and that you forgot free blades. Oh, I guess. <laughs> Uh, free blades are like they're they're like Ronin, basically. They're actually kind of cool. Oh. Uh, they are they basically are like they forsake their house to wander alone, um, and they oh, go they, find right, their they... yeah. They travel the void in their own with their own personal missions of honor or vengeance or you know they basically they they they're like Ronin. They kind of go on their own and they they fight their own battles because yeah. they can. Mm-hmm. Samurai without a master, knight without a house. Yep, yeah. Night Without a House. They're actually so, pretty cool, but the idea of the free blade, I think, is more of like a build your own uh, group, right. you know, create your own mm-hmm. group. Yeah. I was going to say, it'd be pretty hard to go free, like, you would you would just take your house's night and just, ah, fuck you, I'm not fighting for you anymore. After, after all the shit you went through to get that night and be in that house and rise to knighthood, it's like, that, that can't be too common. Yeah, but now you're a uh, but now you're a annoying little brat because you got your knight and you can do whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> it's true, you can. Yeah, it's true. 
Apparently, this is a free blade in this picture that was posted earlier. Uh, that's a oh. guy known as the Obsidian Knight. He is a uh, he is a um, like his own free blade. And he's fighting okay, Tau because cool. of course he is. It says, uh, though we stand tall within our knights, we are not above the laws of men. Let every tyrant tremble in my sight should he think himself immune. As long as I draw breath, the guilty will be punished. Be they Xenos invader, cursed traitor, or highborn criminal. The Freeblade Dyros. So they're very, they're oh. still very, um, they have their own code. They just don't agree with the house. Okay. So like if there, if, if there's a knight in the house and the house is like, leader i guess because the knights aren't the leaders of the house they're just like important knight defenders of it if they feel like their house leader is like a tyrant or unjust that i guess that'd be a good reason to go free blade and be like fuck you fuck you i'm taking your knight there i think there's actually a really interesting there's there's a lot of free blades out there if i'm not mistaken there's there's a lot uh one of them i think i remember being really cool is because i always talk about like they have their nobles but they have like their noble son and daughter kind of thing um mm-hmm. normally if i'm not mistaken in the night houses it's mainly men because it's uh the the, the son the heir right uh, yeah, yeah, but there's no reason women can't pilot knights uh that's the thing is like there there are lady knights they're just more rare um, right. But you can, there are plenty of female pilots, and one of them, a Freeblade lady, was Lady Kalena Maxis, who's known as the Stormwalker. Whoa. Uh, and cool this, birth name, cool nickname. And she piloted her own uh, Knight Castellan, which is the one with the gigantic Ooh. volcano lance. Oh, damn. They have a Freeblade Castellan? Well, I guess you could. I don't you could be a Freeblade anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was actually, it's I actually not, had this, this, this might be a little bit silly but i had this idea to get two separate knights um uh-huh. and, and make them uh and make them like a couple like oh like a, like a man and a woman they all both have their knights they're free blades they go on their own uh i thought do a little bit of play around with gender roles a little bit make the the girl in a knight gallant to make her like the hardcore go hard go mm-hmm. melee and then have the guy be like a crusader who's the the background gun guy I thought I thought that'd be oh, a really man. fun idea. Yeah. Kind of give them their own like matching heraldry, the left to the right, the yin to the yang. I thought it would be kind of fun. That is a fun idea. How dare you be embarrassed about that, even slightly? You should do that. The concept of that romance sounds cool. In, the concept of romance in 40k is its own uh, you know, meme. Yeah, but they're 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 free blades. So they can do whatever. If they decide that they wanna, you know. Be together and and be together even on the battlefield. That'd be I cool. Know, I know. It's just, it's they, just an idea. And Shai's right. If, uh, listeners can draw fan art. Ooh! Oh, I gotta get started. Right? I, I gotta get started on my OCs. Yes! 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 But yes! The, but like in free like these these free blade names, dude, are are so cool. There's like at Ghost the Silent, the Blade of Finality, Ooh. the Blood Ooh. Lord. The Crimson oh! Glaives. The, crucib- oh! the Crucible of Wrath. Let's um, go! The Desolation <laughs> of Solitude. The, the Scorched ah! Night. Um, Hawk's no. Duty. The Hour of Reckoning. There's one <laughs> just called Justice. One's oh, the, the, of course. That makes the, sense. Uh, the Living Litany. Um, okay. The Damn. Obsidian Knight I mentioned earlier. The Penitent mm-hmm. Blade. <laughs> Uh, retro, retribution incarnate, the Too white edgy. warden, 
the okay. truth of Mars. And then there's one right. that serves the Red Cruz Corsairs, which I think you'll remember as uh, Huron Blackheart. Yep, um, yep, and yep. his name is just Wrath. Ah, what an edge lord! Yo, I, I would want to be a free blade just to get a dope ass name. And you get to name yourself whatever the fuck you want because it's your thing. Yeah. Oh man, I'd much rather be a free blade than some stuck-up hoity-toity nobility bitch. I mean, you could still oh. be a stuck-up hoity-toity asshole, but you know. That's true. But you get a dope name, and you get a big fucking robot. Yes. Oh, it's my anime dreams come true. You know that this Three actually blades. there's actually a um there's actually a special upgrade for the the Thunderstrike Gauntlet called the Paragon's Hand. Wow. And it's a it's a special upgrade you can give it to the game, kind of like the Traitor's Pyre for my conflagration cannon. Mhm. And like <laughs> the Paragon's Hand this thing is a little it's kind of shenanigans, I got to be honest. Um, just because, just because this, it's like, <laughs> oh, the, the Paragon Gauntlet, um, I think it, it does like eight damage. Like, oh. I, I don't think you understand. I don't think anything in the game, like the Silent King's giant lasers do six damage. This thing just oh. does eight and it has the ability where if you kill a vehicle or monster, you can then pick an enemy unit within nine inches and roll a four up, and they take damage because you're grabbing the monster and throwing it at them. Oh well, that that's that sounds like that other thing where you can throw a tank at them or something or a vehicle. That's that's dope. Yeah, that's super uh, cool. I I like the I like the fact that in the game they're acknowledging that it's a big fucking robot and a big fucking robot should be able to ragdoll and throw shit at will um like pick up a tank and just chuck it i like that i like that because it's it's respecting the scope and grandeur of a knight i like i that. agree that's a very good um uh look uh observation bk yes yes um yes. in fact actually the the, the an interesting thing that's kind of funny the Knight Valiant, the one I like the most, um, the Harpoon. So, uh, so the Harpoon, let me just, I want to read the, the thing for the Harpoon, right? Okay, so the way 40k damage work, or wounding works is that um, if you have like a toughness of four, which is a Space Marine is four, uh, if you are the same toughness, or if your strength is the same, strength four, you're equal. So on a four or higher, that's how you hurt them. 50-50 chance, right? Four, five, six. Mm -hmm. uh, if you have a higher strength than them, it's on a three instead because you're stronger. And if you have double, it's on a two. So a strength eight on a toughness four will give you wounding on twos. Um, the highest toughness in the game is eight. Lehman Russes have eight. Land Raiders have eight. Most things are eight. Um, the Thunder Coil Harpoon is a 12-inch range weapon with one shot, just one, and it is strength 16. So it is Whoa. wounding Whoa. everything in the game on twos. <laughs> um, and it is Whoa. armor penetration. Now, a Bolter has armor penetration zero. A, uh -huh. a Laz Cannon has armor penetration three. A Melta okay. has four. This okay. has six. And it is a grand total of 10 damage. Oh. 
That is that is a damage. That is a I want that thing dead. It is going to die gun. But often vehicles have 11 or 12 wounds and it says if you inflict any damage, you they suffer an additional d3 wounds. So roll a oh. dice, one, two, or three. And so I have, in my time, walked up, fired my flamethrower at infantry, shot my cannons at marines, fired a missile at something else, and then just rolled the dice, literally, for this harpoon to one-tap <laughs> a vehicle. And oh I'm just God. like, please, please, please. Because I hit on threes. But because mm-hmm. if you fire at a vehicle or a monster, you get to re-roll. So I'm like, three, re-rolling if I fail. Wounds on a two. Ooh, don't roll a one. And if I do, it just it just, one. it just fucking dies. Ooh, it is Jesus. so much fun. I love it. How uh, how expensive are knights on the tabletop? Like, how many points uh, do they cost? Because they've got to be expensive. Like, you can't roll, like, an entire, like, squad of knights. Like, it's got to be a really expensive. So, a marine has two wounds. A, um... A like a Lehman Rust tank has twelve wounds. Mm-hmm. A, this knight, the one I just mentioned, the, the big one, has twenty eight wounds. Um, and this knight is about six hundred points of two thousand. So that's 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 a that's a significant portion of points for your yes. army. Yes, um, a knight gallant, I mean, it's worth which it, is I'm sure, but yeah, a knight gallant, uh, which is the melee one, it has twenty four wounds and it is four hundred points. That's that's serviceable. I mean, it's that's, it's workable. That's workable into an army. Yeah, yeah. Uh, knight Paladin is four hundred and fifty because it has a bit more guns. Mm-hmm. Uh, a Knight Crusader is four seventy five because it's got more guns. But the little armagers, yeah. the little mini knights, are like one fifty five, one sixty, give or take. Well, that's not too bad. No, that's it's not good. terrible. Um, the yeah. the armager war glaives in particular, I think, are the. The better ones, they have like a melta gun and like a sword. They're about 135. Mm-hmm. That's, that's not too bad. That's not, uh, that's not terrible. Yeah, I think I fought I fought a guy in one of the tournaments. He was running Chaos Knights. I think he had two, maybe three of the big knights. Oh. And I, I think I think <laughs> maybe I think maybe two. And he had like six of the small knights. Um, but then some people run like three and then they have four or five of the, of the mini knights and it all depends on how you want to run it. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. So boys, it's its own, it's its own shtick, but it's, it's pretty, it's pretty dope. So do people actually run just like all nights? Just like, oh yeah, yeah. I'm just going to roll with like three knights and three big knights and two regular knights. That's, that's gotta be risky, right? It's it's good. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's risky, but um, running all Imperial Knights is a common thing. I don't particularly like fighting it. It's a very one-sided nature to it because it's like you're... It's basically, do I have enough anti-tank? And if I don't, right. do I have you're enough fucked. models to overtake his objectives? And if I don't, then I'm fucked. Um, yeah. But I personally enjoy running Knights as a supplement to my other armies. I'll run two Knights with a lot of Guard or Admech, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. that's yeah, that's that. Uh, so that's knights, DK. Uh, it's a little bit of a long episode, but a lot of people like knights. They like to know about knights. Um, yeah, there's knights a lot of sick. great lore to do with knights because it's just a person and their walker. 
Um, which is great because you can, and with free blades, you can just make up whatever the fuck you want. You can paint. <laughs> I think I think everybody should own at least one knight because it's a great painting project. It looks awesome. It's a fun mm -hmm. thing to mix and match into your army. I really like knights. And honestly, ironically, knights are one of the cheapest armies you can buy. Really? Yep. Because if you think about it, a full knight army is maybe three big knights and then maybe a couple small oh, knights. Right. So, like, they might be expensive knights, but it sure beats buying 2,000 points of, like, guard or Most something? knights are around 160 bucks. Uh, so oh, yes. three knights combine that with about two, uh, two packs of warglaze, which is about another 150 uh, so you've got yourself about a full army for about 160 bucks minus paint and all that stuff. Uh, no, sorry, That's not 160. Nice. I'm sorry, 600 bucks. Yeah. Um, which That's not terrible. No, I mean, it, anyone who says, "Yeah, it's cheap. Just pay 100, uh, pay 600 dollars to get into the hobby," is insane. Oh, um, well, sure, but, sure. But in the grand scheme of 40k, considering how deep into the hole you could go for an army. That's not the worst case scenario. We'll put it that way. The, it, the, it the is full night army is not much worst cheaper. case bank breaking scenario. It could be a lot worse. It could be a lot worse for a full two thousand point army. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Because this is two thousand points, and we might start lower than that. Yeah. Anyway, Imperial Knights. Any questions, DK? It's a long episode, but. Whoa, I don't know. I don't think I have any questions. Knights are fucking cool. Uh, I I dig that they're kind of mixing medieval and future tech with like knighthood and uh, the nobility and the houses, uh, but with giant fucking Gundams. Yes, that's sir. Cool. I love it. I love All it. right. Well, then that's it for this episode. Thank you everybody very very much for watching and listening. My name has been Bricky. Uh, you can find me in Bricky in places. Uh, DK, where can they find you? Hey, you can find me DK Diamantes everywhere. Just Google my name and you'll find something that I used to and or still do. So, yeah, cool I'm, shit. Thanks I'm for not listening. shouting out Shy because she posted cringe. <laughs> please post, please put that in the video so everyone knows what. <laughs> I am ending the recording. <laughs> <laughs>